Hey now, happy, happy vibes, my friends. Welcome back to my podcast, Vibes by Alicia, where I believe in spreading killer vibes to light you up and give you that kick in the ass to craft the life you wish to live. This sacred space is dedicated to the lovers of all things business, travel, and lifestyle. Hey, it's about time you get the scoop on the latest vibes, so let's get to it. Guys, today I'm really excited to share with you two of my favorite people. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to share with you, and I, I think most of you know Daisy. Daisy has been on my podcast before. Hi. She has her own podcast, Life Full of Daisies, and I love it. And Thomas is a really good friend of ours, of, of Rusk and myself. And Rusk is also my guest today. Say hi hello, to everybody. For everybody me. loves it when you're I'm on for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, what? Huh? I said, I'm also special. You did. You're a special guest. I'm special in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> My mom told me. Yes, right. You know, and today I we have a, an exciting, lively conversation, and we're going to be talking about communication between the sexes. We're going to be talking about the communication and how it affects us in relationships and how it affects us at the beginning of a relationship and how it affects us in the long-term relationship and what kinds of things are we willing to put up with in terms of communicating at the beginning of a relationship and what things are going to be a, uh, a deal breaker, I guess, you know, and then we're also going to talk a little bit about how we bridge the gap. I love that, that, that term because it really is how one person's communication style and another person's communication style can come together and meet somewhere in the middle. And how do we get to that point? And what kind of advice can we give our listeners and our audience um, for them to also figure out or achieve ways to get to that point where they can communicate with their partners in the best possible way. You know, it is said that communication is the number one reason a lot of people don't um, succeed in relationships. They do say money as well, but communication is number one. Why? Because for so many of us, we have such different ways of communicating. Like what is the way that we can reach um, a mutual understanding for communicating with each other? So Daisy, tell me a little bit about you. Tell my guests a little bit about who you are, and um, and then we'll go to Thomas and tell them who you are. Uh, well, hi everyone. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I love having you, by the way. It's been a while. I mean, it's only been a few episodes. Um, but uh, I'm Daisy. I'm also I host my own podcast, Life is Full of Daisies, and great podcast, by the way. Yes, we talk all things life, yep. especially for my millennials. Um, and then I also am a full-time dental hygienist um, at a great practice. Um, and then what else? Yeah, and you also are the co-founder of Texas Podcaster Gals. That's true. I always, I'm like, I always forget my. Yeah, name. you're a co-founder. Yeah, you're you're. That. And also on top of all the future trends in um, podcast. In podcasting, yes, I, I'm trying to stay on top of all of that to kind of help bridge like mm -hmm. everyone and getting them all included into like the podcasting world um, yeah. and that's what the texas texas podcaster gals is, is really focused exactly so. support and community mm -hmm. thank you daisy appreciate you being here Thanks thomas give us your full name by the way and tell us where you're from uh you? yes uh, my full name is uh, ula thomas mosnes i am norwegian born and bred i moved here a little over 20 years ago and somehow I still found myself here stuck in corporate America. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You said stuck. He sounds so excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm stuck in corporate America. 
Okay. I feel like, I feel like this, <laughs> what do we need to unstuck you like with? This is a whole other episode. You know what? But, yeah. but that, that's why I said that. I want to come back because you've been here several times, Daisy. <laughs> so that's for next time. But uh, I am in the, I'm a uh, tequila connoisseur. I'm very passionate about tequila, everything tequila. Um, I collect tequilas. Currently, I have 60 to 70 bottles of my wow. own. Amazing. Um, I am an avid motorcycle uh, rider. I do a lot of track riding. And um, those two are, I guess, they have become my two biggest hobbies, if you can call tequila hobbies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, exercising used to be big in the past. I used to compete in uh, physique and uh, bodybuilding. But, um, and I used to be a trainer at this one gym that some people know about around mm-hmm. here. It's about 1,000. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I feel like, you know, as we grow, as we grow and as we grow, yeah. I think yeah. our, our priorities are shifting. And I've kind of found my new passions. Awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. And that's evolution. You know, yeah. all of us go through those moments and Absolutely. we evolve as we as we should. Right. Yes. And Russ, tell us a little bit about who you are. Oh, well. <laughs> I think everybody knows you by now. <laughs> You're married to this one. Right? I'm married to Alicia. <laughs> He's do, Miss... you want, do I need to say anything anymore? <laughs> He's Mr. Alicia Alatasi. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it That's feels a little, the last that time. That is more emasculating. A little two and a half years. Wait a minute. Why does it have to be last? It would be yeah. if, he would, if he would actually no, accept that, but, but he I, doesn't. I agree with Thomas. I don't yeah. accept that. It's, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm different. Told you no, not no, no, it's not that. It's because I can balance both. I can be on her side and support her yeah. and also kind of not feel like I'm you know, emasculating myself. So. Yeah, but, it's uh, a joke. It's a joke. It's yeah. a joke. People know it's a joke. Yeah. I'm, 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 right now, I'm rudderless, directionist in life. I don't really have a clear path. I do real estate, but it kind of comes and goes. I spend more of my time studying wine than I think I do anything else. And uh, hopefully that I will, you know, find something soon because it's starting to get boring at home. <laughs> I, you know, I help Alicia out all the time with all her endeavors and projects. And I'm here, yeah. you know, she was with me for the better part of 20 years when I had my business. And she stood behind me through thick and thin and through good days and bad days and blood, sweat and tears, literally all three. And yeah, but now it's my time to help her out. So that's I what I'm it. kind of, that's really, that's if that's my direction, that's really what I'm, you know, that's where I'm kind of headed right now. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why um, we've been together for so long, because we communicated all of those expectations about each other from the very beginning. And I think I mentioned to you from the very beginning that um, in our relationship and who we were as a couple, Rusk was very direct in terms of wanting certain things and certain expectations for his life. And he wanted to know if I was ready to meet those expectations. And if I wasn't, then I needed to leave the relationship you know, at that moment, he he made it very clear from the beginning, I'm going to be working and it's going to I'm going to be working 60, 70 hours a week. I may have time for you. I may not have time, but that's who I am. And I'm I have a goal to build my business. I have a goal to do this. I have a goal to to get this amount of money like he would put money numbers in front of me and he would say, this is what I'm going to do. You want to be in it? You don't want to be in it? That's okay. Like, I know that you require your time. And for me, I was like, I'm okay with that. I'm good because I have my own life of my own. And I had my own endeavors. I had my own goals. So I would pursue my own things. But at the same time, um, we were always partners in everything that we did. And he never left me out of anything. So communication was super important from the beginning because he communicated every single move he made with me. And so I was always a part of that journey with him. And every move before he made any moves in terms of what he was going to do, he always asked me what I thought about it. So my opinion always mattered to him. It wasn't like I wasn't considered. And so if I said no to something, it was no. 
right? If I really felt strongly that we were not going to do something, we didn't do it because it was always both of us together. Um, and I think that's the conversation I want to lead today. It's how important is communication in a relationship? It is important, but how much of it are you willing to bridge the gap? How much are you willing to give in and not, yeah, and compromise? Because compromise, I think, is a big, big component in a relationship, huge component in a relationship. And you have to compromise and give in and and, and do things sometimes that you don't want to do for the other person's sake. Of course, nothing bad. What I'm saying is, um, you know, how do you meet the goals in the middle? And do you have those same goals as each other? So here's the first question I have for y'all. As we talk about communication, number one, what is the one thing that's the biggest pet peeve for you when you are first dating someone, both of you are single. Are you a millennialist? Are you both millennials, by the way? Uh, yes. Yes. So the millennial life, the millennial single life, which, you know, is very different from when we were dating. And as you know, back in the day, we either had like a phone. I mean, we didn't have a phone, a cell phone. No. We didn't have cell phones. We had, we grew up in the pager generation. Yeah. When you had little pagers, we yeah. beep you. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, cell phones had just come out. But when Russ and I first met, we met on a Friday and he didn't call till a Sunday night. So talk about communication. Mr. Latasi likes things to be, you know, fast, fast, fast. But he took two days to call me. But he had a date night that Saturday. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he probably did. Secret. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it? Well, were you following? Were, were you following so, a rule? So I've always I always when I wanted something, I always went for it. Like Lisa yeah. tells me, give it some time before you respond to a text or whatever. You know, don't seem so desperate. But I don't really care about desperation. I don't see it that way. I just see it something as I want it. I'm going to go for it. And I did that through the part of middle school and high school. I liked the girl. I always made an attempt. I didn't care about any of that rule that you're referring to. But then by the time I got to college, we started talking to other buddies and like, you got to give it 24 hours. And it seemed to work for them. Was never working for me because the desperation made the girl always seem like it's easy for her now because you called her right away. So I said, I'm going to give this a shot and see if this little 24 buff hour buffer rule actually works. And it did. And I was, I would literally call her the next morning if I had tried what I had done in the past, but I've done that before and it never worked out for me because all of a sudden they realized, well, I don't have to try for this guy because he's already calling me. So I said, I'm going to give it at least one day. So here we are 20 years later work. Right. So I'm not saying okay. that's, I'm not saying that's what you should do in 30, 48, 72 hours or any of that kind of stuff. I'm not saying that that's what you should do uh, in other situations. I just, you know, when people don't text what we were talking about earlier before we had to come on to the podcast, I really think you should reach out at least, you know, today's time. Back then we only had phones. We didn't have, we didn't have cell phones or any of that kind of stuff. So you really had to call somebody. Today it's a lot easier. I think you should, you should be able to do that. So how far does it go, Thomas? Well, Tell so, me. you know, if it was a 48 hour rule, you know, uh, was it 40 years ago? Yeah, <laughs> it feels like it. 20, 20, 20, 23, right, right. 23 years. I think it definitely would <laughs> reduce, yes. you know, like 12 to 24 hours. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think it's got a lot to do with where you are with that person. Um, one, if you met the person organically at a bar, then you'll exchange numbers. And it's just kind of natural that the next day you'll follow up either by a text message or a phone call. I've always been in sales, so to me, it's more natural to make a phone call because okay. I'm going to talk to the person. Yeah. But then, whenever you got, you know, Bumble and uh, all these other dating apps, whenever you chat with somebody there, 
I do not expect immediate immediate replies. Oh, I just, okay. I just don't, unless there is a good conversation where it's a, there's a lot of forth and back, and we can get to the point of exchanging that phone number so we can actually get on a personal level. If that doesn't happen within the first couple of days, I don't see a lot happening mm -hmm. with this human being I'm okay. talking to. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's things are more expedited now. They are. Expedited. That's what I feel. Right. I agree because everything's just that easy. Like everyone has a phone. Everyone's gonna always be holding their phone yeah. at some point. Yeah. So it's BS if you say that. Oh, mm -hmm. I have I had other things going on or I was working. It's like no, you it takes three seconds to like text somebody back. At least acknowledge them, acknowledge what they're saying. Yep. Um, but at the same time, it's like there's also this huge like shift right now where it's like if you are not in a mental space where you want to have conversations sometimes it's okay to kind of like back off and not necessarily respond because you're not ready for it but when you talk about dating it's like for me i'm very upfront and for i'm like hey you know i'll just start a small chat here but if it's getting too serious then i'll let them know like hey i'm not like right now it's been a really hectic day can we continue this conversation like tomorrow or something Right. You don't feel like maybe they're not going to, they won't be interested in you anymore because you were not as interested in them? Because yeah. if you were really interested in someone, would you tell them to wait? I just felt rejected. If yeah. Was me texting I was, was going to say, they probably feel rejected. Yeah. Uh, no, um, well, I mean, it, I took myself off dating apps, so it's like I haven't really been doing it. And most of the time, if I am excited, I definitely do go ahead and like we have a conversation. Mm -hmm. For me, I have the energy to be able to have that conversation, especially after because you like, want to. Exactly, and if I'm yeah. excited to talk about that person, but I do need like a little after work. I need a little like me time where I go work out, mm -hmm. and after mm -hmm. that, I'm fully focused. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm back. I can have that conversation with you. Gotcha. But you're right. If you are, ex if you are actually interested, interested in you someone, make the effort. Like, yeah. Like the old saying, "If he wanted to, he would." Or if she wanted to, she would. Touché. Like, it's true. Put this under. Yeah, so let me ask you something really quick about mm -hmm. that. Because I feel that if you are really interested in someone, you really like them. Let's just say there's initial chemistry right away and there's an attraction. Um, would you put a time frame on that? I would assume you would want to be with them right away and just get on the phone and like spend the next day with them. What, what how how is that now so so are you saying that you feel a connection based on like it's a it's text, a it's a physical let's just say it's just a physical like yeah oh, yeah you met, you met him in person yeah well i don't know how to meet somebody online so no, how does that happen <laughs> so i'm just saying from my perspective yeah. it's in person yeah. and i'm a, i see you and i'm so, like the day we met yeah. and i feel an attraction to you I, right. it could be physical it could be mental for me it was very mental with him oh girl um, i'm gonna want to see you tomorrow uh, that's what i'm saying yeah. that's what i'm I thinking that, and it felt like i did and we like saw each other and then like it was great for two months and then after the fact it's like well we weren't really compatible like after i actually looked at like our compatibility his he did not have a lot of drive or ambition and that's something that i like in a guy yeah yeah and because i'm very ambitious myself. but that's two months later is when you make that determination yeah so but when you reached out to him that quickly that was because you were that interested yeah 
Yeah, we had a really yeah. great first date. But why do you feel like you regretted that now? And you wouldn't do it? Would you do it I again with somebody? You didn't regret it. it. Okay. Regret it. Like, would you I'm, do it again? It was something different that I hadn't done before. You okay. Do wait. Okay. Like like Russ said, like you have to change it up and see what's working and what's not. Right. And I just feel like right now it's so hard sometimes to date, just because. There is such a saturation. There is so right. many options that people yeah. have. If somebody doesn't respond right away, they're like, okay, moving on to this one. Right. I'll move on to the next right. one. They already have an option. Whereas if you actually, and I and I heard a podcast about this, where if you actually just give yourself three people to focus yeah. on right. and mm-hmm. just talk to those people and see what happens, okay. then you proceed yeah. with like, okay, I'll talk to them or let's meet up. But you're right. Like you were saying, um, texting them like within a few days like actually exchanging numbers and then actually meeting up for yeah. coffee or it doesn't have to be anything like a dinner date but just at least to see each other and meet each other physically to see if there is a actual person. gotcha right. okay text, you can't you can't there's not you don't my personality doesn't come off well on text like you don't yeah. know mm-hmm. who i am mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. so i think just dating us it's not necessarily the best way to date let's say you meet somebody or i'm sorry so you had said that you're off dating apps. What are you doing now? To, nothing. nothing. It's organic. Now. It's organic. It's, it's, old, wild. it's old school organic. You're just trying to find somebody. I'm, I'm open to it. I'm right. not necessarily someone that's like, oh, dating is what my agenda right. is. Right now I have a lot of other things. It's not like, your number one priority. Huh? No, but yeah. I, like I always tell people, I was like, I'm very open to it. I'm building a life that I love yeah. and for yeah. the people that, are, that I love in that mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And if somebody happens to walk in, and we hit it off and we, you know, get to know each other, then I'm very yeah. open to it. But right. I'm not saying that that's my agenda. Right Your now. end goal. I'm not mm-hmm. like desperately looking for because I'm supposed to be married at this age. I, uh, I refuse to. Like, I can relate to that. I can yeah. relate because I, I, you sound like you put work as number one. I used to. I'm trying to be better about yeah. that. Um, but I'm just really working on myself and just being yeah. the best me yeah. and yeah. allowing and knowing because I've gotten into a lot of toxic relationships. So it's, at that point, you have to realize and analyze, like, why do I keep going into the same type of relationship? Once you analyze all of that, then you're like, okay, I have to do something different. And it's all about ultimately self-love and learning oh, how to really care about yourself. And do you right. communicate those things with your with some, your, some people, men are not very emotional. I was just going to say, are yeah. the men receptive to the fact that you're working on yourself and you're some working are, on your on your personal growth? Some are, and they respect it like, a great deal. And then some are like, okay, whatever, and they just brush it off. And at that point, you already know, like, okay, they're not on the same level that no, I'm at. The latter ones you talk of, those are the immature ones who are, they want to get in and out yeah. and move on to the next life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm over that stage. Like, it's fine if you want to have fun. I totally, you do you. But in my phase of life, I, that's not what I want. And do you do you communicate those expectations at the beginning, or do you wait until uh, the relationship has a little f- bit of flourished, and then you talk about those expectations? It depends. It's a, yeah, it's a great question. It depends. In my Which exact expectations? For example, your expectations in the relationship. Like what you expect from them so in their relationship and like communication, right? yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, if so, the last girl I dated that was in June, July, and whenever we got to hang, started hanging out, which was after the first date, yeah, just you know, two, three, four times a week, then yeah, we we realized that. Well, I told her openly that. Look, I'm not swiping. I'm not. I deleted my apps. Yeah. I'm interested in you and only you. Yeah. And this is me. 
So let's hang out. Let's see how this is going. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I was very open about that. Okay. And that's, that's the thing. Like I asked certain girls who meet men online, I'm like, do you expect them to just get rid of that app? Some of them say no. And I would like, I would expect them to get rid of the app. I I don't at this point. I I assume that they're still dating other people and that's why you don't ever get into an intimate relationship right away. But isn't that a, but that is a cynical, but don't you think that's a cynical way of seeing a relationship? Because if you want somebody to be monogamous, wouldn't but, you want them to be off those apps and I expect would. them and tell them to get off the apps? Well, but that, that's the thing is if you're speaking of like, this is just the initial date. date first date, exactly. Date, yeah. No, I don't okay. expect, I really don't yeah. expect them. All right. To, how, know, how, uh, how long later? Because I would have been like on the first date. If I'm, in, I'm into you, I'm like, I'm into you uh, and I, I want mean, you to get if, off those if, apps. If you know that you're exclusive. Yeah. Those apps better not freaking be there. Right. Yeah. yeah, I, think but, I mean, but what Alicia's arguing is that it's twenty-four hour exclusivity period, yeah. and then, it, but it's hard now because it's real. it's just it's not realistic, right? Yeah. You have to get past that second yeah. step and the third step, and the chemistry oh, yeah. has to develop before you can expect somebody to get off the app, right? Yeah. Absolutely, right? And, and Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, I right. think it takes like a few days, like a few dates in, to finally be like. I even have friends that are in like they pretty much are in an exclusive relationship, but they haven't had that actual conversation because they're nervous about. The Let's talk about that. That's another form of communication. Why are you not communicating with those guys that you want them off the apps? That they should be off the apps. I haven't gotten to that point at this point. I'm like, I just assume people are. On Why the are your friends not expecting that from the men they're dating? As supposedly think, monogamous relationships. I think because it's how we we're being trained how society is and we were just like because we've had such bad past yeah. relationships you're just like automatically automatically assuming that they're not going to do the same and you're mm-hmm. just like okay but the one thing that i always tell and even in my girlfriends i'm like well the one thing that you can control is like when you decide to get intimate with them and that's where mm-hmm. at that point you can say well i don't have to be in a monogamous relationship to do that or i need to be in that okay and that's where you set your boundaries and what your expectations are. how how soon do y'all both um communicate that you're ready for a monogamous relationship you know that is on a case by case it depends on how well you connect with that person it depends on the feedback the vibes you're getting back from that person mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> the last person i mean it was a matter of um I'm going to say three to four weeks. Yeah, three to four weeks because we saw each other every week. We saw each other two times. So it's our first date was my birthday at the end of May. Our second date was her birthday beginning of June. And then when I take her home and her mother is there, and mm-hmm. and and she treats me for, for a bottle of, uh, of Classe Azul tequila, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So when I'm there hanging out with the daughter and the mom till five in the morning, you make a, you know, you, you hit it off. Yeah. When the mom loves you, yes. you know, yeah. th- that's another buy-in, especially for, for her, you know. Absolutely. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Five Fan Alicia season five is sponsored by SNR Creative. Are you putting your money towards visibility but not seeing any change or business growth? Well, that is the problem. SNR Creative is a boutique marketing and business development firm in Houston that specializes in turning your ideas into reality in the most creative way possible. From social media management to website development, 
graphic design to event management, this full-service creative team does it all. The world can't go on without your services, so let's make sure everybody knows your name. You're either fascinating or forgotten. What will you choose? Get ahead and above the competition by contacting SNR Creative with the link in my bio. Mention Vibes by Alicia and receive a free business consultation. Vibes by Alicia Season 5 is sponsored by SheSpace. Hey you! Yes you! Badass hardworking boss. If you're tired of cliche spaces, of the regular and unimpressive, you want to add a little bit of spice to the shared co-working experience, I have just the place. SheSpace is the hub for bold women. It's the queen's throne away from home. I firmly believe in the proximity principle, which refers to the intention of surrounding yourself with the people who embody your ambitions to achieve them. Find that proximity and experience the dream job life here at SheSpace. With membership, you'll have access to a multitude of amenities, a robust calendar of events, and overall a group of like-minded women. So what are you waiting for? Come and see us at SheSpace. Fives by Alicia Season 5 is sponsored by Finest Blood. Finest Blood provides patients and partners and clinics with service at its finest. Avoid mixed diagnosis in unprecedented times and commit to laboratory services in the finest way. Whether you are participating in mobile or in-lab services, we will provide you with the finest care and make sure your satisfaction is met. No more waiting long hours in clinics. No more waiting long hours for results. No more leaving the comfort of your own home, if that's what you choose. At Finest Blood, our system is designed to alleviate the challenges of accessibility and timeliness of lab work while providing exceptional customer care. We provide you with the best, best care in anything that we do. Come and see us or follow us at finestbloodllc.com. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's... So, so as you guys get older, how adamant are you guys towards the checklist? Because I remember, I you know, this is way before... I always say the same thing, is that you guys have it a lot harder than Lisa had it because we didn't have social media back in our time. It's like you had mentioned at the beginning, everyone can just swipe left or right or what, however that works. I have no idea. But it's just, it's like you said, it's saturated market, doesn't work out. They know that it's so much easier to find somebody out there or at least try to find somebody out there. You know, we had to do it the old school way. We had to meet. A, we we didn't meet at a bar, but we had the mentality that you can meet somebody at bar, at school, or at work. Anywhere. Somewhere Anywhere. But you had to put effort into meeting somebody. So the fact that you have to put effort means that you have to kind of settle. I'm not saying I settled my wife, but no. I'm just saying that you have to kind of be more flexible because to find right. somebody else, you have to put that much more effort yeah. into it. You no longer have to put effort because all right. what you're looking for comes to you. So you needed yeah. some cojones back in the day. These days, right. they can be effort. very, very tiny right. because it doesn't take much, right? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much, right? <laughs> it, it, it doesn't take much. I mean, and you're like, you know, if, if this if this app doesn't work, then let me try one of the ten other ones. Yes, right. And maybe I'll meet somebody there. And you have to do the face to face, which makes always people really nervous and and insecure about themselves. Where you have this buffer on social media or on these. You know, apps Russ, you bring up a great point because what you say about you know what I've what I've experienced a lot about is just how committed to the phones my dates have been. Ah. Uh. Let's you know. let's go to that conversation on the phones. I want to. I want to talk about before that. that. But before that, before that, 
huh? they can just what about the checklist oh yeah let's go back oh, to yeah. the checklist that's, that's, i was going to go back to uh, we'll go back to the other one the checklist they have expectations to be religious to be political yeah. ideological family yeah. oriented yeah but as you get older and you start losing your time is on a short lease especially right. if you want family right and biologically how adamant are you still about that checklist that checklist has changed yeah in the past what changed 24 months in the past five years in the past 10 years it's all changed. it keeps changing right mm -hmm. does it keep getting as smaller, you get older or does it get bigger no it gets smaller right uh yeah. okay yeah yeah no because i think that as you live you kind of uh you know as we live we, we live through experiences of dating uh, this type of person, character, personality, and we go through this type of character, person, personality, the ones with the looks, the ones with the personality, the ones with the with the brains, or a combination of all of them, and you realize that, you know what, actually, this didn't fit my cup of tea, this is definitely not my cup of tea, but you know what, more and more so, right, this yes. scope right here, that's mm -hmm. what I'm looking for, mm -hmm. right? that's what's happening, yeah. and I'm 35 saying that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were shaking your head, no. Um, Why not? Well, yes and no. Yes. Back then, you're right. You had different expectations. You're like, oh, I'm really going to have this thing, blah, blah. But no, no, no. You're like, I'm going to hook up. I'm going to hook up. I'm going to no, hook up. No, I'm not that kind of girl. Um, uh, we were all that kind of human being. I mean, once upon a time, yes. Exactly. Thank you. Know. That's all I wanted you to say. Right? Because that's what I said. You do what yeah. you want to do, what feels right for your life. It's yeah. No yeah. Shaming is, if that's what you want to do, make sure that you're both on the same page. But going back to your question, Russ, I, my list, I think, I don't think it's gotten shorter or, or longer. I think I've just fine-tuned like what it means to be you know emotionally available or what family-oriented means to me because I used to think oh I want the family oriented but then there's the issue where you're a mama's boy but you're there's a toxic attachment to the mom and then that seeds into your marriage and right. that's yeah. I don't want that like yeah. I'm sorry I, yes. I love that I love my family and that is my number one of my number ones like family one but I'm more so when you say fine-tuned Daisy that typically suggests a longer list even it's, it's no you're just redefining no, more it specific, 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 more specific, specific but then what? it's but then it's also harder to find somebody to fit it well the thing is i'm in the mentality where the right person is i'm not gonna again i'm not here to say i need to be married by this time i gave that idea up a long time ago yep. it's like if it's meant for me to be married and have kids then great if it's right. not i still can live a fulfilled life do i have Good. to have kids yeah. in a marriage yes. to be fulfilled as a woman yeah. absolutely not i Fantastic. think that it doesn't have to be that right. but would i like to have someone to enjoy <clears throat> my bed? absolutely what about five years ago five years ago were you thinking that I'm gonna yeah. meet the dream no. guy. I yeah. want to get it's oh, different. I wanted, like I definitely had like as far as like outward uh, appearance, like what I wanted or whatever. Very different than what I am going for now. Yeah, that has definitely changed. That's why I said it's kind of right. like it's just changed. Okay, it's sure. shifted. It's right. not. So you're not concentrating on the physical as much as you are on the mental. No, because beauty fades. Right. The, the kindness and the heart and the personality right. that that person brings yeah. in the life that they're gonna bring. That lasts forever. That's what's gonna last. Yeah, forever. for sure. So very good. But there's still Botox, plastic surgery. I'm just kidding. No, and you know what I, 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 I compete against these other younger girls. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a that's a hard one. That's a hard one. I'm just saying whatever 
makes you feel the best you. I think whenever you are and also <clears throat> really looking into finding like figuring out what traumas and triggers you because a lot of times like, everybody brings baggage everybody to a relationship. Baggage. Everybody Absolutely. brings yeah. baggage. Great point. It's about yeah. fixing that and yeah. actually, for me, I'm very open in my podcast about going to therapy. I think everybody needs therapy. Because no matter who you are, especially being Mexican, unfortunately there, there are is, certain yeah, cultural yeah. That, that you have to be like crazy to go to exactly. therapy. Yeah. So it's like you I don't care. Like I need to break those cycles because I want to have a healthy, loving relationship. Right. It's about right. having a partner, not just somebody <clears throat> who adds financial wealth to my life. It's, right. it's not about that. Either. You know what? And I think that's the conversation that needs to be had is do you want a partner? Or do you just want a relationship? Because partnerships are very different from just a relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I only want you know they're just uh, it's a partnership. It's a partnership, right? It's not, it's not a relationship. Like, you can have, like, I have friend, a guy friends that have literally told me to my face, and they're in their 30s, they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to date younger because I want to have some um, X, Y amount of, or like four or five kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, but don't you want someone that's going to be your partner mm-hmm. and it's going to mm-hmm. help, like, boost whatever. And, and grow with you, yeah. Exactly, and they literally dead to my face that, well, not really, I can do all that by myself, and I'm like... <sighs> Yeah, no, I you know, dated the 25, 27 year yeah. old. I don't understand uh-huh. that concept. While either. I am 8 to 10 years yeah. older, it's like. What do y'all have in common? Is my thing. Right. Very, very, very little. Yeah. You know? Wow, what an understanding, yeah. right? What I mean, an understanding to come to that. I mean, yeah. they are two, three, four years out of college. I appreciate you saying that. They are, they want to party, mm-hmm. you know, like, exactly. they want to go hook up. And, and then I'm the weird old 35 year old and, you know, attracted to these, you know, to these beautiful women, just like beautiful women of any age. But they're looking at me like, no, you know what, actually, you're typically what happens is, you know, you're 35. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're 35. And, like, and, and, and right now, like, I don't want to sugar daddy. I want to have fun. Uh, I want to have fun. Even at 35. Yeah. You're not that far off. Right. You're not you're not 45, 55. You're 35. What is the I, I mean look you you have those wow. you have you have some women who do and you know who who sees the appeal in that, but the majority that I've come across, they've no, it's not been the appeal. It's not been okay, so let's go back to the conversation about what expectations we are really we're willing to put up with or what things we're really to put up with at the beginning of a relationship. And you mentioned, Thomas, you will not put up with the phone out and it goes back to the conversation we just had with these girls that are just willing to just sort of have um a relationship with anyone just to have fun it's the same mentality don't you think yeah so you know they're willing to have a sexual relationship but kind of keep it on a uh, text message basis as opposed to being able to get to know them better by actually having intimate conversations or by phone I've always been a phone person, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a night. Uh, I'm a, when you say phone, you like talking on the phone. I, I like talking right. on the phone right. because well, that's, random. That's, what, that's, what, that's, that's rare these days. <laughs> I, 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 I know it. it is. I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. I, I like the phone. And, call. And I, I get that. Right. I get that a lot. We it's grew just up with that, it. Yeah. You know, a text message only gives so much context, right. as opposed to getting to know a person like a five-minute conversation is equivalent to 500 messages mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean yeah. especially when it's important especially when yeah. it's important but right. you also hear the person's voice and how they right. present it and this is their authentic selves 
as opposed to a text message, it's so organic. Like you, anybody and everybody could write that message. It doesn't feel authentic. That and you don't know, yeah. like you don't get that personality. Like I told you yes. earlier, I don't come off well like on text. It's like I tend to be, I can be funny and goofy, but that doesn't relay on a text right. message. You might think, you might have seen it on a professional yeah. standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, text to me, just text should be to communicate like, okay, we're meeting at this time, confirming time and date. And you're, that's it. Let's say you're on a date and that person is on their phone all the time. Is that a turn off? Is that a turn off? Wait, are they like, like talking on the phone or text message? No, they're oh. texting their friends while they're out sure for lunch it with you. It's annoying as hell. It's yeah. Annoying. yeah. <laughs> I try to put my phone away, like or face yeah. down or away in my purse, so that way I'm giving that person like undivided attention. Like if my date decides to grab her phone and put it onto the table out of her purse. Mm -hmm. It's like a slap in the face. Yeah. And uh, I'll uh, I'll excuse myself and I go to uh, the waiter <laughs> and I'll say, um, oh, whenever, oh shit. Whenever the check comes, <laughs> cut it in half. Thomas is right. There's certain traditions that transcend generations. And which is what? Which is attention. <laughs> oh, attention. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> I've been cutting the check in the middle. No, but what he's saying, what Thomas was saying is that you're not paying attention to him because you're busy doing something else on a first date and yeah. it's obviously not working out. What he's yeah. implying is that you're bored with him yeah. or yes. you're not interested yes. in him. Yeah. So, I would, I would probably do the same thing too. That's the truth. And I think that's one of the things that I think a lot of men and women have indifference because I think women will see the phone. It's just, she's just, you know, just checking her messages or whatever. And the guy is thinking, well, I'm not interesting enough for you that you need to be on your phone and checking your messages because I'm not interested enough for you. Right. right? right. And that's a communication I just, but even dilemma. That, it's even in, whether you're millennial, Gen Z, whatever, that's just rude to Gen be. Z? Gen Z. Gen Z. You're not even drinking. I need to get, wine. we need to give her more. She's no, not even drinking. You burned already. You burned your calories already. Calories. Oh, you did. Um, That's why we go there. Wait, what was I saying? I was trying to we go to sweat Here. so we can drink. I work out so I can drink. Yes, of course. I, I love, I love trying new restaurants. That's the key. Yes. Um. So, anyways, going back to my point, I just think it's ultimately rude. Yeah. Whether whatever generation you are, to have your phone out. I think you, if yeah. you're gonna yeah. date someone and actually get them in a physical form, yeah, you yeah. need to respect their time. Yes. It's about going Absolutely. back to respecting, yeah. like, I agree, hundred percent. And it goes back to punctuality, respecting the person's time. If you say yeah. five o'clock, you better show up at five o'clock, yeah. or anything, even in the personal business relationship. Even at five o'clock, the guy has to be there. 10 minutes. Yes, minutes of course. I'm always earlier than I'm always there. Ooh, yeah, but I think I think that's why it has not worked yeah well but you will right. but you will find yeah. someone that will meet you at that point and yeah. that they'll be ain't <laughs> yeah. all about time but even like in a business relationship you don't pull your phone out even if you're having a conversation with somebody in business yeah. you don't pull your phone out why because you're 
giving that person your undivided attention. Yes. And that's just how it is. It's a form of respect. It's a form of politeness. It is the way you were raised as well. It's like I tell Rusk a lot of times, a lot of people were not raised correctly to respect a person's time, to respect a person's um, efforts. efforts. Mm-hmm. You know, he and I have that same type of mentality in the way that we approach things and the way we meet things. You have to be there early because that's that person's time. You ask them to meet you, you better be there early. You know, pick up a check when you've invited somebody out. Yes. You know, do things right. that are that yeah. that are that show that you're showing an effort and you're you're appreciative mm-hmm. of that person. And I think a lot of kids or a lot of younger people don't realize how important that is in that's terms of when you're starting a relationship. I and mean, it goes back to the idea of communicating. Right. Again, at the beginning, communicating how you are and what you expect from that other person from the beginning. I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with all of that. Like, but at the same time, it's like it is the generation that we've grown up in, and we've conformed to that. And we're a lot. I always say it is both women and men in my generation. It's both our faults that we've created this can't this um, ghosting culture. This not respecting, at least being like, you know, I had a great that time. So at least giving them at least that sense of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Instead, they're, you're ghosting them and then they're there thinking of something that they did in reality. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it is a reflection of you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I got ghosted in <clears throat> May. That's right. It yes. sucks to be, I refuse. It I don't sucks. ghost people. Who ghosted you in May? Uh, yeah. this chick, uh, I can't remember, I can't remember her name right now. <laughs> yeah, no, her name is very insignificant. And, but, but it, it sucked, yeah. you know, after you have two amazing dates and the second one, she spends the night and, and then, um, and then goes you you know, four days after when I'm inviting her to a comedy show to, you know, to just to try something different. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and then... She didn't show up or she just didn't text didn't you back? No, didn't text me back. Oh. Ever. And then, uh, no, 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 no. And then two, three weeks go by and she says, blow it on my phone uh, because yeah. it was convenient mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, that's, that's, and again, this was the 25-year-old I'm so frustrated. So that that's again. This was a twenty. You, you did this to yourself. I did it to myself. <laughs> yes. What I was so 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 what I did. I almost broke the glass. So <laughs> what I did is I changed my my age setting on my dating apps. It's now twenty eight to thirty seven instead of. 18. So I'm just kidding. No! I'm just kidding. No. I'm going to get your reaction. <laughs> hey, From... hey, would you go for an older woman, by the way? Well, that, yeah. was, that was going to be oh. can I Can I ask you that? Oh, you want to go, go there? I do. I mean, maybe what? can it go up to like 47? I was going to um, ask that question. Not 47. Was... No. So, um, about uh, four years ago, a uh, beautiful cardiologist. Um, I was her go-to date for any event and she wanted something more. And she was like, Thomas, how about you just sell your house and mm-hmm. I'll buy ourselves a million dollar condo and we can mm-hmm. have a couple babies. And I was like, you don't want to be a sugar daddy. I'm not there. Like, sugar baby. Sugar know, baby. I, sugar I, I don't, sorry. I don't feel, I'm sorry to say, I don't feel that way about you. You're an amazing woman, but I'm, I'm not there. But she was 10 years older at the time. I was 30. She was 40 turning 41. Um, 
But would it go for an older one? Um, an older girl? Yeah, I mean, up to a certain point. I mean, know? because kids are important for you. You want to have children at some Almost point. Almost definitely. So that that definitely isn't going to be the case for you because older women are probably either had already kids or can't have them. But I haven't, I haven't heard Thomas say he has dated somebody over 30. Oh. <laughs> you have. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that. That was that was the uh, the yeah. one. Yeah. Forty. She was forty. She huh? was forty. She was oh, forty. Forty. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, right. four years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But what about adopting? Like, you can have kids. In yeah. You, oh, yeah. No, you certainly you can, right? But you still got to find that. You know, you still got to find your match. Yeah, but <laughs> if you're going for people under thirty, it's you're 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 really restricting like. The people that are in the right mentality to yeah. want to settle down. Are you doing that, Daisy? Are you looking for people your age or a little bit older? I go a little bit younger and a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. I, I think go, I'm kind of. I think that's a reasonable range. balance. Five years, right. five years younger is my max, and then uh, I actually have been ten years older. Even. Yeah. But even then, it's like a lot of times I've had to realize that if I do older, they may have already have kids. Right, right. But I, I want to just yeah. come back to the yeah. idea that every situation is different and Absolutely. every person may be different. And even though your checklist says this, 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 and this, mm -hmm. there could be one person that reaches those things. And maybe they're not young, maybe they're not younger than you, but they have everything else. Right. They just don't meet that one criteria. Right. The age yeah. Why throw them away when like they can be, like when they can be a around. good partner, not just a relationship person, but a good partner in your growth, in, in, in your growth together, by the way. No, I, um, I agree with both of you. I, I agree with you 100%. I think uh, not just me, but many others discount the amazing women who may be a year, two, three, four, five, six years older. Yeah. Most definitely. Absolutely. I, I will openly admit that. I don't think I'm the only one who who does. I think I think it's still the societal, the, the societal, you know, view of, of of a man having a younger woman and i think that still plays a part in yeah you know in in our subconscious decision as to what woman we are attracted to yeah yeah of course to, you know what i mean yeah but she meets everything else she meets right. all the other expectations right. she's just an older woman are you willing to forego that relationship just because she's not just young physical attributes um you're asking me very directly right now yeah yeah, yeah i uh, am you're like i plead so, the fifth okay, i'm not answering so, that okay, question Lisa, yeah. Do you have a friend who's looking for no oh you don't oh okay <laughs> I mean, if, if you had a friend who was like, you know, I'm looking for a handsome young man, then, you know. Listen, because I think a lot of times our mentalities, no matter what it is, our mentalities could be matched up. And we could just not be the same age or the same age group or the yeah. checklist doesn't check, check, check. But our mindsets are in the same goal. Our value system is the same value system. Things that people don't consider when they're dating, they consider the outside, they consider, you know, 
It's, silly it's, things. They consider the physical. The first. physical components what? first, a lot of times. Yeah. And, and to be married to someone and to be in a partnership with someone, value systems are like at the highest levels. And if you don't believe the same things or getting to that same end goal, it doesn't matter how fucking gorgeous she is. Does not matter if she's not on board with your mentality or with your goals as a couple. Who gives a shit at that point? Really, honestly, men or female. I could be a I could be a woman looking for a man, and I could be like, dude, yeah, you're handsome, you're gorgeous, you're fit, you're like fucking amazing, but you don't have the value system that I'm looking for because I want somebody with a fucking amazing work ethic. I need somebody with integrity. I need somebody with honesty. And somebody who's gonna ambition. work fucking hard. Ambition and driven as hell. Driven as hell.